847 on the crosstalk on WICM. He'll be back to the phones uh, in, in just a minute. I, I, I know that. And so he'll, it'll be his turn to call us. He's out of town. I mean, he's out of his town, too, which is why I knew it would be easier for him to join us at 8.50 this morning. Rick Manning from Americans for Limited Government. I'm real curious. I, I, am, I am really interested, as, as Rick has pointed out, and a number of other uh, political experts, Dr. Joe Heim, Anthony Chergosky, uh, both from UWL currently and uh, recently, uh, have pointed out that uh, that South Carolina is is Joe Biden's baby. It's a make it or break it state. I, I wonder if if is South Carolina Joe Biden's to lose. His his lead dwindles a little bit, as has been pointed out uh, by a number of astute listeners. The more you learn about a candidate. Uh, the, the the less good it might be for the candidate. Our guest this morning from Americans for Limited Government. Uh, welcome back, Rick Manning. Hey, thanks for talking with us. I appreciate that. Always love it, and uh, glad to be able to do a second segment with you. I, I don't want to go backwards too much, but we didn't really get a chance. I was just pointing out to listeners that I think I, I've heard a number of people say that South Carolina is Joe Biden's to lose. Is that still the case? Um, Joe Biden, that was certainly the, the wisdom. Um, Joe Biden is the most popular candidate amongst the Democrats with black voters. Um, and South Carolina's electorate, Democratic electorate, is about two-thirds black. So he certainly has um, had the front-runner status, and he remains um, in the lead. It, it, it's, it's unclear whether or not he's in the lead. Um, you got a huge endorsement from James Clyburn, um, who's a prominent black figure. He's number three person in the House of Representatives, um, who accidentally, who incidentally last week uh, sounded like Joe Biden when he said black unemployment um, isn't the best it's ever been because blacks were, there were more blacks employed during slavery. So that was Jim Clyburn, the guy who's the big endorsement for Joe Biden. I think they are peas in a pod in terms of the gaffes. But he's influential in the black community. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, well okay. So uh, let's assume that Joe Biden does well, uh, maybe wins. I can't imagine it will be landslidey uh, at all. But Joe Biden comes out of South Carolina with, uh, with a bump, with a win, which will undoubtedly give uh, his campaign a, a financial boost. Uh, and we head almost immediately, three days later, into Super Tuesday. Woo! Yeah, the, yeah, Super Tuesday, the key here is, if Biden, if, here's the way South Carolina will go. You'll get Biden and Bernie at the top. And the question is, how well does Tom Steyer do? Tom Steyer is the, is, has done a lot of environmental funding and on the coast of South Carolina over years. So he's got a, a that's the one state he's got a reservoir of support. And he's the guy in polling. It shows when blacks abandon Biden, they tend to go to, they tend to go to Steyer. And so that's where that's where the blacks have gone to in terms of their vote in the Democratic primaries to start. So where he finishes will will tell the tale. Then then you got three days. You got Super Tuesday. You can't raise enough money to do anything on Super Tuesday in terms of the dollars and advertising. It doesn't really give you that big of help. What it does is is hearing me and people like you and me talking about whoever the winner is in those states. And if Joe Biden 
were to win convincingly in South Carolina, he would get a huge bump because people are looking for an alternative for Bernie, and a lot of people would flood to Biden as opposed to Bloomberg. And so since he's on all those ballots. So that would be the, the advantage, would be the sense of that he's actually legitimate and hasn't totally fallen on his face. And if it's some kind of split decision, then Biden will get more votes. If he gets swamped, then Biden will be off the will be off the table, and and alternative candidates will be getting those votes, and that's when you get the real wild card where the polls don't matter. Right. So then uh, the realistic hopes for others are boosted uh, through Super Tuesday because Biden, who was expected to do well in South Carolina, didn't. Uh, that will boost uh, Tom Stiers, who's got enough money to keep his campaign going as long as he wants to. Bloomberg, of course, will be in it. Uh, forever because he's got that cash. Bernie's uh, still going to do well because there are still enough college students giving him their last five bucks. Bernie has put an organization together, which is very important in this. And he's the only guy who's on the air along with uh, Bloomberg in all the states. So Bernie actually is running a real campaign in all the states. And it's a... And I would not be surprised if after Super Tuesday... Um, people are saying Bernie's going to be our nominee unless we do something. And if there isn't wholesale panic that overtakes the Democratic Party, because that's a, um, because Bernie's got the organization and quite honestly he's leading in a lot of the polls, um, on the Super Tuesday state. So Bernie's going to come out of Super Tuesday with a huge number of delegates. And the only question will be for the Democratic National Committee, are they willing to go all, you know, all in to try to defeat Bernie? Or are they going to try to just spend their time trying to save the down ballot that are negatively impacted by Bernie? And do you think those decisions will be made after Super Tuesday or beginning after yes. t- after Saturday? They'll be made after they'll be made after Super Tuesday. All right, so we'll have um, and it'll be and what we'll see. And I'll tell you what I believe they'll do. I think they're going to have to accept Bernie um, and try to spend all their all their money separating their down ballot candidates from Bernie as much as possible while still trying to get the Bernie voters to vote for them. So they're, they're going to be in wholesale, protect their, protect the kind of the team um, against uh, a, a landslide that Bernie brings them and they'll write off the top of the ticket as being viable. Um, so they'll try to save the rest of the party. Their competition, of course, is uh, sitting President uh, Donald Trump, who will be facing, uh, uh, among other things, a $150 million nationwide campaign from the country's largest uh, union, the Service Employees International Union. $150 million being spent over 40 states, including uh, battleground states like Wisconsin. What kind of, it, it just, uh, and those ads don't vote for him because he hates you. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, your your taxpayer dollars hard at work, um, and uh, you know, SEIU is a is far left union, and they are going to and they've got special exemptions that allow as a union to allows them to spend their money for advocacy that um, corporations couldn't spend the same money for the same advocacy, and it's a um, and, and so yeah, you're going to see a lot of that. The problem the SEIU has is the labor unions, private sector labor unions are, are split right now. Um, the the economy for blue collar workers has been vibrant and good and is growing and, and there's hope. So a lot of the private sector union members are breaking away, and the and and the SEIU is a public is effectively a public employee union now, and as a result, they are concerned that 
Um, we might actually get spending under control at some point. We might actually lay off uh, places where we have too many federal workers. And, you know, so it's going to be a um, – and so their concern is strictly size and scope of government concerns. And, you know, if you have $150 billion or million dollars to blow, um, I guess they're going to blow it. And it's Donald Trump will beat him anyway, but it's just – it's frustrating to me to see federal dollars, basically tax dollars, being spent to try to influence the election. It's exactly the opposite of what founders uh, anticipate would occur. It's why District Columbia isn't a, isn't a, doesn't doesn't allow the vote um, and doesn't doesn't have um, representatives in Congress. It's the exact rationale that the founders were trying to avoid, and now the public employees have become so powerful that they dictate, they try to dictate terms on a national level, and the public has to reject it. We'll continue to keep an eye on it. Uh, enjoy the, <clears throat> the rest of your day and uh, your weekend, uh, Rick Manning. We'll talk next week. Maybe we can get together on Monday as uh, President Trump has uh, begun to ramp up his efforts to reach out to uh, black American voters. Uh, because uh, Joe Biden controls South Carolina at the moment, but uh, there's still an awfully large group of uh, African-American voters that like President Trump. What can he do to keep them? We'll wait and see uh, and talk about We'll speculate next week. In the meantime, thanks.